I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 133 of Strategies and Podcast. I'm your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. As always, guys, you know the drill by now. My usual housekeeping message: please head over to Strategies and Pod or Strategies and Podcast. That's our Twitter and Instagram pages, and it's a link in the bio of both of those pages there, which will take you to where we're situated at streaming wise. Whether it's audio, if you like, so Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or if you want your visuals, the YouTube channel link is there. On every platform you can think of, guys, just like, subscribe, give us a follow, all that good stuff. Flows, rubbing my hands. I'm looking forward to this one. Oh. Episode one, four, three, and I feel like we got two major, we got two major undisputed fights to review. Cracking weekend of boxing, I, I must say. And yeah. what sport for choice here, Flows? I mean, both of these fights that we're going to talk about now were crackers. So I didn't even know which you, you could pick which one you want to start with because <laughs> they both didn't last down. Do you want to go? No, the the ladies, ladies first. Ladies first? Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 Um, as always, flows. You know, just want to applaud the women. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we, so, it's so, a must. <laughs> it's a must every single time. Stand innovation. Um, women's boxing is the best thing since sliced bread. Like it really is. Like it's. It truly is sensational flows. We said this fight was going to be a cracker. It's a given that it's going to be a cracker when it's when it's a ti- women's title fight. It's it's a given. Yeah. And um, yeah, this Chantel Cameron Katie Taylor fight, it definitely delivered. Absolute war from start to finish. Um, yeah, man. Hats off to both ladies. Um, uh, flows. Is it fair to say, bro, that we've seen an upset here? Yeah. In the result. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, because no, you fair. said that, but obviously, don't forget, we can't forget Chantel was the undisputed champion, she was defended, like, yeah. she, yeah, but yeah, given the fact that this was Katie Taylor's homecoming, it first fight in, in Ireland since turning pro, I think, and just who Katie Taylor is, one of the greatest women's fighters ever. Mm-hmm. I think the consensus was that she was going to take this on home, so it'll be a beautiful crying moment for her as she came home. But we said this is going to be a tough fight. And Chantel Cameron is brilliant. Yeah. And Flores, I I think to me, this performance from Chantel Cameron, top tier. Like if I'm to great performances, I'm giving this a star. Top, top, bro, top tier. Just from, yeah. remember what we said that we highlight the experience factor and the fact that it's a big, big night. And the big night yeah. factor, Katie Taylor's had hundreds of those. This is yeah. Chantel's first one. And she might be overawed. The crowd, you know, is raucous. I must say, Flo, is that crowd phenomenal? Yeah. Goosebumps. Yeah. Uh, Katie Taylor's walkout, goosebumps, bro. <laughs> when they came with the, I'm coming home, and then obviously she broke into the, the gospel. Just goosebumps, bro. <laughs> goosebumps, bro. Goosebumps. Um, but that crowd was going crazy, as you saw. <laughs> McGregor, you saw going crazy. Like, it all going crazy in there. So... That to me had me thinking that this occasion might be a bit too big for Shanto. How would she do all that crowd pressure? Not only the pressure yeah. of the fight itself, but the pressure of the, the crowd and that. Flo's first bell went. Chantel steps to Katie and storms to her, walks her down and starts trading. I said, Yo, 
What I say, bro. I, I huh? knew it. <laughs> Bruh, she didn't even like there was not like she didn't go, she didn't settle to be on the back foot or nothing. She said, F this, I'm just stepping to this woman and I'm gonna start throwing. Pressure. And it was pressure from Chantel from the first to the last for the well, it's 10 rounds, isn't it? So from the first round to the 10th round, Chantel was the one trying to apply the pressure. And I think the first thing you notice flows, we said it last week, size difference. Yeah. Chantel looks so much bigger. I mean, she is much, much bigger. Okay, can't forget listeners, okay, until they're stepping up and wait to, to try and Chantel. So the size difference you see is very noticeable. And I just think flows that from the off, Chantel knew that a call is clear, clear that I've got the size and strength advantage. I don't think this woman can hurt me. Too tough. I'm just going to walk her down, apply pressure, and use my superior size and strength to win me this fight. And to me, flows because this was a close fight, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think that it paid off. And it was the right tactic. And I felt she was just as, you know, she was good value for the W. That's just me. But it was a super close fight. Oh. Um, Yeah, Flores, what, 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 what was your take on it? And... Yeah, just the fight itself, which was brilliant. Yeah, I think I, I said last episode that I could see an upset happening here. Uh, I favoured Katie just because homecoming, her hand speed. We talked about the big night experience. Uh, she has that maybe shant. And we, we said we saw glimpses of maybe Chantel can't handle the pressure of, of yeah. big nights, but she handled it, handled it comfortably. Uh, Comfy. I, I, and the reason why... I say I, I could see an upset. Katie Taylor moving up in weight. Katie Taylor's winning her luck in a few decisions already. More than a few decisions at this point, actually. Um, and it's always a close, like I say, it's always a close fight with her because she she engages in, in these type of wars yeah. where some of the hand speeds with the boxing background as her, you expect them to boom, be in and out kind of thing. But nope, she, mm-hmm. she loves the tear up. <laughs> She loves the trades. Um, yeah. And you saw glimpses of her footwork as well when she did use it. Um, but yeah, Chantel Cameron applied pressure from the get-go. Um, didn't have the hand speed that Katie Taylor had, but the work rate, the output, the pressure was there. And the size, of course. Yeah, we, we saw the, I was, bro, in the promos, I was looking at them, I was like, oh, they're making them look like they're the same size. <laughs> Just from, look at like. Like forget that the stature in that flows. If you compare, for example, their arms, yeah, just like so much skinnier Katie's arms look compared to Chantel's. Like Chantel's a big woman, <laughs> as it compared to Katie, she's a big girl for Katie. Oh. You know, even the size <laughs> of their heads. Chantel's, Chantel's head meaty. <laughs> Probably you saw her face was pieced up, maybe because yeah. it's a bigger target. But uh, even just like, little things like that play a factor. Yeah, her head was, was. I was just like everything about it is bigger than it's way um, bigger. Katie than Taylor. Yeah, yeah. And she's sure. I mean, we say Katie Taylor is prone to fighting the person's fight, but mm. I think in all of Katie's fights, there's one denominator in terms of all her close fights or the fights where you're thinking borderline did she win that? Did she lose that? Mm. Pressure, pressure fighters seem to be her kryptonite. But soon, applied yeah. a whole bag of pressure on her. And that's probably, probably, probably that's one of the most debatable fights. Amaya Serrano, same thing. Crazy pressure. Debatable. And now, obviously, you've seen Shout Out Cameron. The blueprint was apply pressure. 
Maybe she took from those other ladies, Pursuit and, and Serrano. Maybe she used that and thought, you know what, I can see that pressure. She doesn't like pressure. But as you said, Flo's, that was the plan from the get-go. She stepped to her from the first bell, bro, and just started trading and tried to throw this woman around. And I'm thinking, rotted. <laughs> but I kept saying... Just hunting her down. She was always Whoa. in front of her. She was walking her down, trying to be in front of her. Trying, yeah, not give her any chance to breathe. Her condition is superb, by the way, because she didn't really yeah. let off. She didn't let off. You know, you see, look, with that pressure style, it's a double-edged sword sometimes, in the sense that you have to be physically in amazing shape to keep that up for 12 rounds. It's or 10 rounds. It's it's tough. She didn't let up at all. So she was clearly took this seriously. She was probably in the best shape of her life. Um, but despite this pressure flows that was coming from Chantel, the rounds were close because of just who Katie is. And I will always reiterate, look, this woman is such a warrior. I've never seen someone with balls this big, I swear. Like, like bro, Kate, she she refuses to let herself be drowned out. It's, it's, no, folks, she's a giant mentally. Mentally, she's a monster. Yeah. Monster, bro. <laughs> because despite the pressure on her, this woman will try and fight back with the crazy flurries and combinations, try and get the last word every single time. She's actually a nutcase. <laughs> Katie Tay is actually a nutcase, bro. <laughs> Yeah, you can see it, it. I don't know. Her will is, is yes. crazy. Like crazy, it, it, it can't be broken. Like it can't. she looks shattered at times. She looks yeah. shattered, and I wouldn't say lost, but she like I, you can see that. Ah, oh, this is looking. Lo- this is a log. What Chantel yeah. did is log. Mm. But Kate would never say die attitude. Just mm. boom, boom, boom. a load. Just a load. I called and told her to. Ah, oh, yeah, make it boring. The box. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the seventh, and yeah. she stood there training. Yeah, middle. She's like, nah. And I'm, I'm, yeah, brilliant fight to watch, man. And yeah, watching Katie's. Yeah, you're, you're gonna get a show with her. It's brilliant. Facts. Um, and yeah, just I. It was close. It was that will that kept her in this fight and had to get rounds as well because there'll be times where you think Chantel has she's in the ascendancy. Katie would come with some crazy combination and it's looking like Chantel might be, I wouldn't say rocked, but she's taking a step back because of that. And then Katie's looking to apply the pressure. So it was very back and forth um, between both of them. But I just think that overall, because I think for me, it because of that constant pressure flows, it was, it was non-stop. Chantel was always, I, I think, bossing the rounds. If that makes sense, flows. I think she was winning that story of that fight. Yeah. She was one in control and bossing that, and that's why for me, I gave it to her. Um, yeah. it was SD in the end, wasn't it? It wasn't SD in the end. Um, yeah, I think one I judge think... gave it a yeah. draw. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. sorry, it might be MD. Well, yeah, a draw, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, which is you know what, flows. I'm not even mad at a draw, I'm not actually mad at a draw. I thought mm. it was they was that good of a fight, but. Yeah, I think Chantel was good value for it. And I can't lie, Flo's. Because it was such a tight fight, judging scorecards, I'm thinking there's no way she's getting a decision in Dublin. And that's the that's the main thing we highlighted last <laughs> week, Flo's. It's, it's actually nigh impossible for this woman to get a decision in judge in Dublin if it goes to if it's a close fight and it goes to the, the scorecards. So I, I want to commend the judges for not bottling it. Actually, because yeah. that crowd, don't forget Flo's, that crowd, every time Katie Taylor went on her flurry, you saw how crazy the crowd was and how loud it was. It was yeah. 
it was a den in there, bro. <laughs> I had to load the volume. I can't lie. <laughs> so I think it's way too tough. <laughs> crowd was crazy. So I want to, yeah, I want to, you know, show some respect to the judges for not bottling it in Ireland and making the white white woman giving the white woman the decision in that in that sense. So yeah, shout out to the judges for that. But for you, flows was it? I mean, I I, I scored it for Cameron. I thought she won. Um, yeah. Were you thinking any different, or did you, or did you have a draw, or would you? Do you think she was good value for that for that W? I had it really close because I, yeah. I didn't catch it at the time because I, I wanted to wake up for Haley. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll catch this one on the replay. Okay. Um, so I, I watched it, I watched it later on and I gave it to Cameron. When I heard it was an upset, I thought I thought Cameron might have run away with it. Um yeah. but I had it really close. I've had it 95, 96 with one 10 10 rounds. Yeah. Um and that was a swing round. It was probably lazy scoring for me at that point. But um, it was one of the early rounds. Um, yeah. So if that went to Katie Taylor, it would have mm. been a draw for me. Mm. Or it would have been the two other judges' scorecards. So yeah. I can yeah. see the judges scoring as, as completely fine on my books. I, I did yeah. feel Cameron done enough to win. And I wouldn't have been mad for Katie Taylor draw. I think if Katie Taylor won, then it would have been, hmm. But um, yeah. Close fight, um, but shout out to Chantel Cameron because I, I think she did deserve it. Um, and I think I'll, I'll love to see it again. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be real. I I'll mean, that, that leads us nicely, flows because there is a rematch clause, and Hearn pretty much <laughs> Hearn call it wait, boy, to say it <laughs> before David <laughs> asked him. was basically saying that, yeah, yeah, there's a rematch. <laughs> I was greasy because he, he wanted to get out there real quick. Yeah. Um. He, he couldn't wait, boy. But yes, there is a rematch clause. And her just said straight away the exercise is going to be next. So he said, yeah, they're going to do it again. Um. Yeah. Wait, we've got to shout out final round because that final round was it's unbelievable. Funny, funny you mentioned that, Flo. It's good. Thank you for reminding me. Let's, let's put this. Is Katie Taylor, yeah, the best in the business? At giving us final rounds, yeah, easily. I, I I think we can give her that award, right? <laughs> yeah, and Katie Taylor uh, tenth round <laughs> is, is one of the best things in boxing. Cinema, <laughs> get the popcorn. <laughs> yeah, if if you want to show someone to boxing, just like yeah, Katie Taylor tenth round. Yeah. Any yeah. fight, but you pick the fight. Serrano, yeah, Jonas, yeah, pursuit, even pursuit. Yeah, say pursuit. Yeah, <laughs> final rounds. Katie Taylor turns the hell up. Yeah, yeah. man, um, crazy. And both Chantel was going for it as well. Both women were going for it in that final round, given no quarter. Phone box, f- proper phone box stuff, by the way, flows like just yeah. <laughs> swingers. I was applauding, bro. I mean, throughout that fight, I was applauding. I, I, kept, I was going crazy. I said, This is an incredible scrap. This woman's always a fight of the year candidate, still. <laughs> she yeah. really is. Because this, this is really a potential fight of the year, like it's just, just how competitive it was and stuff. So she really treats us fans. Um, but yeah, the rematch clause is there. Which apparently is going to be exercised. Chantel, as a true champion, obviously she didn't say she's happy to do it again. But I could tell she's <laughs> she'd rather do something else. She said something about you know she's tired of having to defend her belt. She wants to go for other people's belts now, um, which means obviously move up because it's like you've got all the belts in that class. So you mean so, so yeah, I think she wants to move up herself. Or, or but, move down? Is she happy or, to move or, down and take Katie's belts? Maybe yeah, or move down. Yeah, maybe move or move down. To be fair, that's 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 a shout. Um, yeah, that is a shout. She could do that. These women move up and down easily anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, hey, man, she, she might not have seen so keen, but the money is going to be sweet. 
let's let's keep her back. Mm. So I know <laughs> that way yeah. sweet to a. Hey. Yeah, she could, she could, because she could double it now because she's she's yeah. won. So, I, yeah, funny we haven't even mentioned this. This is actually Katie Taylor's first defeat, <laughs> right? Deep it. It's her first yeah. loss. Um, massive scalp that Chantel Cameron's taken, and she's still unbeaten. So, she's put herself on the map even more to beat Katie Taylor in Ireland, defend her undisputed crowns, and now the rematch she can she can really you know. <laughs> Let her nuts hang on the table, like literally, like real, real talk. Like she could say, "Look, yeah. all right, cool. I'm the one. I'm the A side now." I saw something that was funny, you know. Actually, like a, t- a couple of tweets saying how like they felt like Kate because Kate, Kate Taylor came out second, Chantel came out first. Like, people, a couple of people try to say, "You know, Chantel's an undisputed champion." I, I don't agree with it. She should come out last. And I've never figured that's not how it works, B. <laughs> That's not how it works. What are you talking about, bro? But I don't know what sport you'll be watching, but it's about the draw. It's about yeah. the draw, drawability, B. <laughs> and mm. this is Kate Taylor's homecoming. <laughs> There's no way you're coming out coming out second after her. No way. That's just how it works. <laughs> it was Bill Taylor Cameron, though. It was Bill Taylor Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy because Tech Harris got all the belts. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, that's, that, it that's how it is. You, you go with the draw, man. You go with the draw. That's they, they usually command to the stage when it comes to coming out first, second, or whatever. But um, yeah, man. Hats off to both these ladies. Flows a superb fight. I was applauding. Razor sharp. Ray, I mean, razor, razor thin, razor close fight. But I think the judges went with the right person. Mm. I wanted to ask you because mm-hmm. we've talked about Katie Taylor a few times, and you. Yeah. I think you called it out to call it a day, retire. Yeah, I, I said that if potentially they can get rid of the Serrano rematch, because that was mm. the original plan, that was the initial plan, Serrano rematch in Ireland. And then if she wins, she can bow out nicely with a W and mm. retire. Um, you're going to ask me if I still want her to yeah. go with that. <laughs> I think she want to go out on a W, though. And... Yeah. She's, I mean, she hasn't, she's still like, she always have that hand speed and whatnot. And she, she hasn't, yeah. I mean, I think she has suffered a little bit of a dip flows, but it's not mm-hmm. so much of a dip where it's like, rah. Um, I, I'm happy for her to go f- for another try again. If she can, if she, yeah. if she can have a rematch Serrano or if it's the camera rematch and then Serrano, maybe I, I'm happy for her to go out on a high with a W. Um, yeah. I feel like if she fights Cameron again and loses again, then maybe you could possibly maybe think about maybe bowing out, get her a nice little, not a soup camp, but someone that she's definitely going to beat to, to, to bow out an island, maybe then call it a day. But yeah, I'm happy to, I'm happy to for her to run it back because that fight was superb. She was great. I thought she was yeah. brilliant, but she just came okay. against someone that was just bigger and stronger. So here's what it is. Okay. I thought you might say, no, no, might just have her number. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I mean, I to be, to best... she might. I think Chantel might yeah. just have a number, but I think her best mm. bet in beating Chantel Cameron is if for her to drop down. As in, they yeah. both drop. Yeah, I don't think she can beat Chantel Cameron at that class. She's too yeah. big and too strong. Yeah, I think her best bet is for her to bring Chantel down to her division. Yeah, um, like size. And... In fact, pressure and size. Let me say that that is the, maybe her because even Pursum was huge. Pursum yeah. was a lot bigger than her. Serrano, well, to be fair, it's weird because Serrano was smaller. Serrano's technically she, smaller, but she looks bigger. Like it's weird. <laughs> yeah, it didn't look like the size difference was too huge. Serrano looked bigger than her, low key to me, even though she was coming up, I think. But yeah, but yeah, maybe just ranginess mm. and size and then pressure is what, you know, is a bit of a, 
if you say it's a kryptonite, it's a little bit of a kryptonite. But yeah, definitely her best bet is making someone come to her and challenge for her belts, her undisputed belts. Definitely, Cameron, she can beat her. Yeah. Sorry, Cameron. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. agree. Um, cool. Um, speaking of Razor Finn fights flows, oh. nice little segue into the next undisputed fight. Also a brilliant fight. Different type of fight. Different type yeah. of fight. But for me, flows bloody enjoyable. I thoroughly enjoyed last night's <laughs> fight between Devin Haney and Lomachenko. Flows from a technical perspective, which is what I knew it would be. Fantastic. Mm. Just fantastic flows. Yeah. Um, this one we got a lot to say, flows, because this one is very, very contentious. Uh, mm. just from the fallout. <laughs> The discourse is crazy. Bro, the discourse is is mad, and it is actually split down the middle. It's it's it's, 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 it's definitely split. Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, let me not say down the middle. It's not 50-50, but there's a definite split, and we've got to talk about it. You know, it's our duty here on Strike Season to talk about it. Um, Devin Haney has you deed for C. Lomachenko in honestly flows. This fight was so incredibly hard to score. Yeah. Just based on the fact that how close the rounds were. Razor, razor fit. How can it well, I don't say every single round. Let's say 80%, 85% of the rounds were maybe 90% mad close flows. Mad, yeah. mad close. Yeah. And <laughs> this one was tough to score flows. I can't lie. Like yeah. I was really happy to call. We did we say that's what we said last week. How for this one. We're really gonna have to have the shrink gun activate, like we're gonna have to be freeing <laughs> because <laughs> so, you know how certain fights you can look on your phone a little bit and whatever. Yeah, this one impossible, impossible. Like, I was even flowing back and forth. Flows, I was nope. flows, I was trying to tweet. Obviously, you try and live tweet and whatever on the account. <laughs> I think I did one or two rounds, and then the next time I tweet was like round eight. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> a focus, brother. It was tough, man. Mm. As you say, flows ebbs and flows. What ebbs and fl- ebbs and flows throughout the entire fight? It was frustrating. In fact, folks, it was even annoying me. Yeah, because I'm thinking, okay, cool. Round one, Loma's round. Next round, Haney. Next round, Loma. Next round, Haney. I'm thinking, when is someone going to go on the flipping run and put some rounds together? So why is it back and forth all the time? Like, crazy. Um, you know, you know how I say I score fights. I break it up into. A minute, so I scored the first minute, second minute, third minute. I was yeah. at one point I was doing thirty seconds. This is too close. Insanely close. What the hell? Um, two. We knew. I think is we knew it would be like this. Two technical masters of, the, of their craft. Mm. Sealy, we said for him, we expect him to start f- super fast because. He started a bit slow in his last couple of fights and it hasn't been, well, well, the fights that he, he lost, well, lost against Tiafimo, that was officially. Yeah. Unofficially lost against Jermaine Ortiz. Both of those, both of those fights there, he started slow. We said because he'd be wary, he was probably wary, wary he was very wary of Tiafimo's power. Ortiz as well, I think he knows very well, hits pretty hard. Wary of, T- of Ortiz's power as well. Maybe also not really switched on. But we knew Loma against Haney will come and start quickly or try to assert himself quickly. Yeah. Partly because of the fact that Haney is pillow fisted, unfortunately. Doesn't hit as hard as the other guys. Tiafimo knows that as well. <laughs> I, I think Haney was 
might might have been annoying Lomachenko in the build up. From what I've seen, I was thinking like, yeah, Lomachenko's gonna start fast. <laughs> As as if he's saying in basketball, he poked the proverbial bear. As they've been saying, yeah. he poked the bear. He poked the bear. Um, with the whole build up, and you saw Haney was trying to be the villain, and yeah. I think he, yeah, he was he was try, happy to play the villain role, and then out of nowhere, in the in the the way in face off, he pushes Loba. <laughs> hey, he shoved he shoved the hell out of that boy. By the way, he, that was a hard shove. Got it. Got it. Your fruit. And people was like, oh, yeah, what's going on? What's going on? I said, it's, just, it's all build up. It's all just to the fight. Yeah. Any, any's bare nice. I can't lie. Proper nice guy. Like, that's not him. We know that's not really him. Obviously, he takes the piss a little bit. Cabosis was taking the piss because he just knew he was so much better than him. But he was just doing that to sell the fight and build it up. And it worked, I guess, because a lot of people tuned in off the back of that, I feel like, a couple casuals. But, flows. this was so back and forth and such a technical event man like for me Loma said that he started fast I knew he would start for I'll try and start fast um and I think from what I remember when I rewatched it the first time I gave Loma the first round um but I think we saw something that Haiti was looking to do early on and that was go to the body he started investing the body from round one and that was a clip that for an entire fight flows this was a game plan invest in Lomachenko's body now we'll delve into whether that was successful or not, Flores. <laughs> but Haney was banging to the body from early, and I was surprised because I expected Haney, right, Flores? I'm gonna be so real with you, Flores. I felt like Devin Haney did not fight this fight the right way, definitely not the, the way I expected, oh. and it was really frustrating me, um, because I'm expecting Devin Haney, who I think is a master at boxing that range and find his range via the jab and still on the outside, mid to long range fighting, which he can do against a smaller Lomachenko. Um, but for some reason, Flores, Devin Haney was happy to meet Lomachenko on the inside and have a scrap with him on the inside. And I was getting annoyed because I'm there thinking to myself, you can't really beat this band at this game. Quicker hands, shorter fists. He's able to come with the shorter, shorter punches, shorter, sharper punches on the inside. That suits Lomachenko. Why don't you go back to what you know and what you're made and you're best at, which really should be able to handle Lomachenko in terms of staying on the outside like Tiafimo did and trying to time Lomachenko as he tries to come in and angle his way in. That's what I thought Devin Haney would do. And I just don't feel like the way he fought last night flows was the most effective for him. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put that out there, and then we, yeah, I think it was frustrating me. I, I like the body work. I'll be real. I, I, I think he done it um, to give a new look. I think it's something they've been working on. I think you know when you do like a countermeasure, they know what yeah. Lomachenko's preparing for to do to yes. Haney. So this was like the counter response. Um, he was fighting lower than usual. He wasn't utilizing his jab as much. Mm. But the jab was what was setting up his good work, which, was, which is why I thought, okay, he would invest in the body for, let's say, six rounds and then go back to boom, boom, boxing or, or whatnot. But he was investing in the body the whole way through. And he, he didn't change. Low. Yeah, he was staying low and he was staying within mid-range almost as opposed yeah. to long. Um, 
Which was interesting. But, it made for an interesting fight, to be fair. See, <laughs> it, made, it made it more exciting because there was a lot of exchanges. And this is why I say it was a tough round to score because both of these men are so good defensively. Yeah. Barely any punches were landed. So it was barely anything was landing clean mm. for a long, long time. It was either caught on the glove, slipped, tied up. You know what? Like, it, like, it was so hard to score. Like, both of these men, they showed the stats. This was the lowest accuracy wise Lomachek has ever landed on an opponent. And I think it was oh. it was the same for Devin Haney. This is the lowest he's ever landed on the bike. Both because they're so good defensively and so good technically, they will yeah. find it hard for them to land telling punches. Like oh, I'm seeing like rounds where we five two punches landed, eleven five. Like <laughs> not many stuff is landing because of how good these guys were. But I felt like Flo is that Devin Haney fighting so low was giving Loma a bit of an advantage in terms of him being able to get to Devin Haney because he's because he's a bit lower. Loma Chicken doesn't really invest in the body. He's not really a body puncher yeah. like that. He always had I think that's a byproduct of just his amateur pedigree and whatnot, amateur yeah. days. It's very head hunty. He, he's never really been a massive or, or a volume body puncher at all. But with Devin Haney dropping so low, I felt like that just made his head a bit of an easy target, especially when Devin Haney's head was on center line a lot of the time. It wasn't wasn't really moving it like that. So he was getting when he was getting caught, he was able to get caught to the head. Um, so that's what was frustrating me. And folks, would you say that the body work? Because I agree it was good and they were scoring punches, but we know the aim of body work is to slow down your opponent and it should tell yeah. in the later rounds. But this is why I was saying was even effective because Lomachuk didn't slow down one bit this entire fight. Mm. That's, yeah, that's what was interesting about so, it. So, it, yeah, it, it, well, you would ask the question. I don't think it done what we typically expect from body work. Yeah. Because watching it first time round, I mm. was thinking, oh, the, the body work's having a toll on Lomachenko, you know? And like middle rounds, I thought, okay, because we saw him like, I think he, he fell down at one point. He wasn't a knockdown. There was one point, he fell down like two times. And yeah. I thought, ah, oh, yeah. We both would like, slip. Yeah. Yeah. Both both were slips. They weren't. Yeah. But then I was thinking, that oh, I you might be feeling the pace here. I don't know. Maybe the body works. But late rounds, there was no, <laughs> there was no slowing down from Lomachenko. That's, fact, that's he when he's that, that's, that's when he was that's when he was at his best. Yeah, late yeah. rounds. I don't but think it worked do, in that sense. I, yeah, in that sense, I don't think it worked. But I do think because he's so good defensively, his defense, his defense of his body isn't that great in it terms isn't. of. It isn't. Haley was having more success with body shots than any anything else. That's yeah. where he was finding the target. That's where he was hitting. Yeah. So he was investing in scoring shots that he knows he. He has a better shot again, mm. and I think that's why that might have swayed the judges in the decision because he was landing those shots and they were clear and obvious because it was it was a, the obvious target for him and he was going for it so <laughs> blatantly that it was like, okay he's landing this he's landing he's landing this over and over and over again yeah. so yeah I think it might have worked in that sense of just scoring yeah. shots. And it's interesting, folks, because we've seen a lot of fights like this where if you're comparing what's landing, Lomachenko was definitely landing the more telling, the flashier, head head bouncing back shots mm. during the fight. Because Haney's best success was the body. And with a lot of people, they don't really tend to, hey, well, let's be honest, head shots catch attention more than body work. Um, uh, yes, yeah, so I definitely think Laney was landing, uh, sorry, Loma was under the cleaner, or you could say the cleaner headshots and the shots. It's like, oh, oh, that looks harder, whatever. But definitely, 
Devin Haney's body work, even though to me it wasn't, it didn't do what you expect normal body work to do. It they were scoring shots. Um, but because this was so back and forth, and because both of these guys were so technical and not being it, you know, were so good defensively. I'm just there thinking, boy, how are we going to separate these? Like some of these rounds, I even, I think I gave, I'd hate to, you know, me feels, I hate to do 10 tens, but yeah. I couldn't help but give 10 tens for some rounds because it was like, what the hell? Like, it's it's way too close. Yeah. Um, but, but you start to see in the later rounds, flows where I think then we see finally a fighter go on a bit of a run. And to me, that was Lomachenko. I think it was from maybe from round nine to round eleven floors. He wanted like a nice free stretch run rounds where he had a lot of success, and he did his best work. I think in those three rounds, and this was just due to the fact that I think floors he ramped up the pressure a little bit, and finally, I don't know if Devin Haney started to get a bit tired because it was a high octane in terms of like the work rate for both these men was amazing, but. He finally was able to break through and get some of his combinations and angles off. And actually, we actually see Devin Haney. So I believe he got hurt a little bit in one of those rounds. Yeah. It might have been yeah. round 11 or round 10 and 11. Uh, I think there was one round where he only landed two shots and I think Lomachenko landed 25. They think, was that round 11? It might have been round 11. Yeah, it was one of yeah. those rounds. Yeah, it was. Probably round for yeah. Devin Haney. Like he generally looked hurt. Lomachenko, like out on his feet, on the back foot. And I'm there thinking, boy. Surely Loma's not going to stop this man. Like he's 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 on the verge. Um, but this is where I think you got to credit David Haney flows. He toughed it out. He stuck it out. He toughed it out. And in round twelve, where a lot of people were saying, I think by 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 that stretch flows, I think I had Lomachenko up, and I think that to me, I feel like David Haney might need a a knockout to stop Lomachenko. Other people were saying David Haney needs to win this round for it to be a draw or. I had a lot of people telling me, you know, for going into the twelfth, whoever wins this round wins the fight. You know, it was that it was that it was that close. Yeah. Devin Haney showed me something in the twelfth round, which I knew he would to be. I know Devin Haney's got the minerals flows, but after having like a torrid couple of rounds, he really stepped up in that twelfth round and got back onto his sort of trying to catch Lomachenko every time Lomachenko came in. You know, the you know the, the check counters and whatnot. He was doing that beautifully and timing Lomachenko every time he came in and Loma as well would have his periods of success where he was able to land his combination. So it was a very competitive fight for us throughout that 12th round I gave to Haney just about. But again, flipping close. So close for yeah. us. That, that, I think that's the theme of this fight for us. It was actually, there was nothing in between both of these men. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. crazy, I, crazy. I agree. I agree. It was, um, yeah, super close. And there's, uh, I've, I've said this on this pod before. Um, there's, Fights where you can be like, okay, one person wins six rounds comfortably, one person wins another six rounds comfortably, and you say, oh, that's that's a close fight, it's a draw. But this one, where each round is competitive and close, makes it so hard to score. It makes it stupidly hard to score. And I probably had three or four swing rounds. <laughs> I, I watched it twice, and I had three or four swing rounds where I, I, I just... It could go either way, like legit go either way for me. Um, what and flows when I say how close this was, I also watched it back today, yeah. And I'm seeing different stuff. I'm thinking, <laughs> actually, I <laughs> might actually give it, like I'm comparing my initial scorecard and I'm thinking, oh, hang on, actually, I might give 
Because I remember, for example, the first round I gave to Loma last night. Yeah. I rewatched it today and think to myself, hmm, actually, uh, Haney, that could be, I think Haney's just taking that round, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm seeing different things. Yes, because that, that's how close it was, Flows. Crazy. Mm. Um, yeah, one of the hardest fights to score, I can't lie, Flows. Just because of how good both of these men are, is, this is elite, elite level boxing. It's the highest peak you can ever get to. Yeah. Honestly, Flows. Um, but yeah, Flows, we've got a, we will get to the decision. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Talking. Yeah. So, with the big, the big decision flows. Um, after so after the bell went flows, I, I'm gonna say who I felt won. I I believe to me, I had it I think seven five in favor of Vasily Lomachenko. I felt at the time that he did just about enough. Crazy, crazy close fight, but for me, he took that. That's when I watched it last night. Um, I'm intrigued to know. I don't think I can ask you, Flores. Did you have it? Did you have it the other way? Seven five Haney. I had a draw. Okay, you had a draw. Okay, well, I had a draw. Like, <laughs> yeah, I had, yeah. A, I had a draw. Um, yeah, I think Haney took the last round when I watched it. Yep. Live. Okay. Yep. Um, and yeah, because I, I had him four two up after the first, first six rounds, Haney. Mm. I don't think many people did, <laughs> but I had him mm. four two up. Um. I think I might have as well. And then, yeah. yeah. I just yeah, felt I like, Haney, for me, so the turning point was that, so that, what, 9th, 10th, 11th stretch, where yeah. I felt that Loma put those rounds together, I think was just, was the swing point, the turning point for me. Mm. But again, like I said, I watched it this morning and I'm seeing different things and I'm thinking, oh, actually, maybe I can give it 7-5 to Haney. So it's crazy. But last night at the yeah. time, I, I said I was quite firm in thinking, I think Loma's just done that, done this. However, if it's a draw, or if it's Haney that takes it, yeah. I'm not mad at all. It was that yeah. tight, that close. So we get to the scoring now. And you hear 116-112, the first scorecard. Uh, I thought, oof, that's, that's wider than I thought it would be. Yeah. Okay. Next two then say 115-113. I'm like, okay, that's more like it. That's what I expected it to be. And then, yeah, they said, and still, Devin Haney, obviously... The celebrations, the cue the wild celebrations, Loma. You see the anguish in his face from the jump. Like, yeah, he I felt for Loma, man, because you feel for boxers when you put your all in and you come up short. Especially in a razor razor type fight like that, razor thin fight like that, it's it's tough. It really hurts. And obviously, you saw the scenes after flows where bro was pouring his eyes out in the changing rooms and stuff. Like it this one, this one cut him deep, I could tell. But, he, he knew it was what well, he said himself. It was last chance to lose for, yeah. in these the press conferences. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah, tough. Boxing is cruel, man. It can be cruel. Sport is look, high level sports is cruel. Like I said these these guys train for six months, put themselves through hell, and then to be on the receiving end of a judging decision that doesn't go their way, it's tough. But I want to talk about the scorecards. Well, not even the scorecard. There's only one scorecard I thought was egregious. The 116, 112. I don't know what that judge was seeing, but to me, that was poor. But the other two, I'm cool with. But mm. it's the fallout post this because obviously it was a very pro Lomachenko crowd. So yeah. in, immediately you saw the booze ringing out. Like Devin Haney could barely speak, they were booing the hell out of him. And then we're seeing the reaction of the timeline flows and just other boxing circles and stuff. And to be fair, I think at the time I felt like I was seeing 50 50 split. But from this, yeah. obviously I've checked it this morning. I'm seeing it's actually a lot more favoured in Loma's side 
in yeah. terms of the reaction people saying who won. But at the time, I was seeing 50-50. I was seeing lot, some people saying Haney, Haney, Haney. Other people saying Loma, Loma, Loma. Um, my peoples who, I think my friends, family who watched the fight as well. I so I think one scored it a draw. Another one, my mate said 7-5 Haney. One of my mates said it should be an SD Haney. So it was tough. It was really, it was yeah. one of those ones, Flores. But what I want to get to the bottom of, Flores, and what I want to go at right now is the use of the word robbery in boxing. Because it's being used wrong and it irks me a lot, Flores. Because I was seeing, cool, you can think that Loma won or whatever. But I'm there seeing that Loma was robbed. It's a robbery, it's a robbery, it's a robbery. This isn't a robbery. I, I don't think a razor-thin fight can be deemed a robbery. I think the yeah. one scorecard was an issue. Cool, that it was bad. But we're not going to sit, sit here and say that Loma was robbed. Robbery, what rob, robbery denotes, flows is that Lomachenko washed this guy out and got <laughs> shafted. But that's not what happened. Yeah. It was, it was, every run was bloody hard to score. It was close as hell. Yeah. So the word, the use of the word robbery, I think casuals and just boxing for their heads, every time a decision that doesn't go their way, because of the fact that they, yeah. they're fanboy people so much, yeah, because it, it, it is fanboy influence. Because they're like, they're probably they're Loma Loma stands or whatever, or stands or whoever. Because he doesn't get the decision, it's a robbery. That's not the case. Robbery oh. is always when we say robbery in in this sport, it's a case of if Lomachenko was washing Haney, as in battered him, pillar to post, clear. Josh Taylor, Jack Carroll, that's a robbery. That's, that's, a that's robbery. what we call robbery, guys. <laughs> not this. So I, I just want to get that out there for us because it was annoying me. I kept saying. You're, bro, you'll see it today. Yeah. It was trending. Hashtag robbery. I clicked on it and it was obviously about Lomachenko and thingy. It was mad. It's not yeah. a robbery. It was a close fight. But yeah. Yeah. It happens when, like you say, when people fanboy. And it's they, fan, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. They invested into one fighter and they want him to win. That's what it is. Um, the scorecards, at live watching it when I heard 16, 116, 12, 112, I thought, ah, they're going to give it to Loma. Like, mm. I, I thought that scoreline was crazy at the time. At the time, I thought it was crazy mm. um, because it was such a close fight. I was like, "How? Where? Where did you differentiate yeah. it that much?" Yeah. Um, and because I expected hearing, I thought maybe it's gonna. I thought a split decision before they went. I thought because they were taking time over the scorecards. I thought, yeah, yeah. Split decision. Yeah. Um, let's see who, who. But then it was a UD, and in watching it back, um. I actually gave it to Haney watching it back, but we'll say at the same time, mm. still watching it back. I, I would have been happy if you gave it to Loma. You can see, right? It's on the same flows, Loma, but I can see if you gave it to Haney, cool. I'm not mad at that. It was that close. And it's, like I said, it's, you watch it back, you see certain rounds, you think, oh no, I think he took it actually or whatever. And yeah. a draw, I'm not mad. Draws, even in fact, draws fine as well. Like it's not, yeah. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> Look, it could have been. I had a 115-113 to Haney. Yeah. But honestly, it could have been 115-114 if I'm given... Because I didn't want to give any 10-10 rounds, but I feel like I should have. Because some yeah. rounds were super close. Yeah, actually, I and... think mine was 114-113, you know. And if I, yeah. I watched it back today, you know, something like, maybe I can go 115-113. But yeah, it was yeah that close, as we say. It, it yeah. was so close. And because it was so close, I'm not that mad at the judge who gave it 116-112. Because really, okay. truly, that's two rounds to Haney. That's all it yeah. is. Mm. And yeah, when it's true. that close 
and you'll see maybe he 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 really liked the body work, even yeah. though I can't give it 161 to watching it twice. <laughs> yeah, you understand the logic. I, yeah, I understand logic. Like he's yeah. he's given he's a super close round, he's given two rounds to Haney more than mm. Lomachenko. That's mm. all it is, because yeah. there's only a, there's only a certain amount of rounds you can win. Yeah. Um so I, I ain't as mad as at it because it's not like it was 117, 113. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, you're, you're bugging. Yeah. And that's part of the robbery thing. When you talk about robberies, there was no judges who, who just said, oh, yeah, Haney washed him. Yeah. <laughs> the, the judges had it close as well. That's fair. So, yeah. um, once again, people people going to scream robbery. I think Haney's not the most liked guy. They, they always, they've always criticised Haney. Yeah. Whatever he does, never give him credit. And for the most part, Lomo is super liked. Right? Yeah. He's yeah, Lomo is very very liked, and um, obviously the the you know you know they threw in the whole Ukraine thing as well, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So you know, national icon hero and that. Yeah. So and then obviously Haney's and Haney's antics would have also you know added fuel to the fire in terms of him being the villain. Mm-hmm. Once Loma, it's crazy because Haney, like I said, this fight was in Vegas, and Haney's lived in Vegas for a long long time. <laughs> but it seemed like he was the away fighter. Like it's mad. Um, yeah, but yeah, it is what it is. That, that, that's why I thought they, they're going to give it to. I thought he he has that to be. He's the villain. Loma's yeah. love. There's yeah. politics involved. I thought, that, yeah, I thought. I was even thinking, yeah, Haney, you, you're going to have to do more than this. <laughs> um, but he he should be thankful because the fight was slipping away from him at at some point. I think I said flows. Haney got away, but yeah, he kind of got away with one last night yeah. in a sense because of the fact that it was so close and because I felt like he wasn't boxing the right way and I felt like he could have still not watched Lomachenko, still would have been razor close, but I felt like he could have fought in a better way that suited him and would have suited what the judges, what do you think? I, I could say that in hindsight, but the judges scored it for him in the end. So, But I felt like he could have done other stuff i.e. keeping it on the outside which could have made it a little, a little less hairy for him because he had some hairy moments in there, as we saw. Yeah. Um, and, and that's part of the reason why I think people are saying this. Just because... Yes. There are two yeah. reasons. Pe- people are saying... Because Loma had two dominant rounds, two or three... Two, two, yes. 10 for 11 were dominant rounds. Yeah. They're, they're not fucking... It, it doesn't matter. Those are just one or two rounds. You win them the same yeah. as whether you yeah. win a close round. Yeah. So just because he, he washed him in that 11th round... <laughs> And that's one of the most decisive rounds. That doesn't mean RKA. That 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 does a way more than a close round. It's, it's yeah. still the it's, same. It, there that's was, how boxing there is. Was no yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and again, and it's pull also up punch stats as well because Loma threw and landed more. Yeah, 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 yeah. more accurate. But also, it it's matter. also it's also yeah, it doesn't matter. It's also flows as well. You put again, like I said, it plays into the whole Lomachenko head hunting and bopping. Obviously, head shots are going to bop your head back. That yeah. looks that's the oohs and ahs. That's what gets the crowd going. You see that more. Whereas the body work a bit more subtle. You don't really see it. You see a lot of times when the body comes in, they're coming forward. It's sometimes the body shots are disguised. You don't actually see it coming. Yeah. You don't see it. It's harder for it to see. It's harder for a casual or whatever to take that in. And so you you're comparing those two and comparing and contrasting. Um I had people, I I saw people that I knew were saying that, you know. Oh, Haney hasn't impressed me at all. I don't rate him, man. He's definitely getting knocked out by Tank and Shakur, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, people, I saw people denouncing Haney saying he's he's a fraud, bro. Yikes. He's a fraud. Like, people were saying that, you know, he's not all that. For you, Flo's, his performance, were you, did you think it was a good performance from Haney? Um, do you think he could have performed better or were you surprised at how 
Loma was able to give him those hairy because we you know Haney's known as defensive master. Yeah. Were you surprised that Haney was able because Haney I mean, yeah, Loma did get to him a couple of times. Were you surprised at yeah. how it happened and how how worried um, Haney looked in there at some points? I was I think the level if I was worried like if Haney gets stopped here's peak. Very <laughs> peak. Yeah. I was like his peak. Um yeah. was I impressed with the performance? Um yeah, I guess it's a, I think early on his defense was was good. He was doing yeah. smart things in there. He was yeah. um he was being rough at points as well. He was being rough in the clinches early on, which I thought was was quite well, smart. Tried to be. Yeah, Loma was throwing that boy around, boy. Let's be Loma was a school man, but he was yeah. trying to enforce his. He said, You know what? Yeah, you think you're bigger than I'm going to throw you. every time they Loma would hip toss it every time. Yeah, yeah, he was spinning because yeah, <laughs> he was trying to be dirty earlier in those yeah. cases. But anyway, yeah, I just felt this is a level of opponent that Haney ain't faced before. Yeah. Even early on, I think I was like, I was yeah. almost thinking Haney's too green. You thought I was even thinking mm. Haney might not be ready. Mm. It's 24. Yeah, he's, he's 24. And if you feel massive, as you said, Flo, it's a massive step up in competition. Yeah. <laughs> massive, yeah. Yeah, sure. I think Lomachenko has given anyone help. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, know, we, you can't say oh, he's, he's a hype train because he, he went close <laughs> He went close to Lomachenko. Very fair, yeah. Very <laughs> you, fair can't, point. you can't discredit someone for having a tough day against Lomachenko. So mm. I, I think he'll learn from that fight. Um I'm impressed because he had a he had a good fight against a close fight, whatever he come away with the decision on my school card and got a draw. Yeah. Yeah, nothing to say, oh poor. I think he could have fought better. I think there's always yeah. room for improvement. Oh, for sure. The, That's... the jab should have been more frequent. Yeah. Um for, for sure. But um, yeah, I'm not mad at the performance. My only grip with the with Haney, I guess, or and the performance was I like I said, I just don't know. I felt like tactically I wouldn't have gone that way. Yeah, like I said the jab. Who I think he has a great jab, especially as a range finder, was 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 lacking. Um, I would just went. I thought he would have fought a different way. So I think I was disappointed in that sense. From that, yeah, I felt like he should have done that. That's what. I, so yeah, I definitely thought he could have fought better. Mm. But yeah, man, he's it's Lomachenko, and I think a lot of people were surprised as well at the fact that they expected Loma or the narrative that was being pushed a little bit for us was that Loma is fading thirty five mm. now. Didn't look good at all. Obviously, lost to Efimo. Didn't look good against Jermaine Ortiz. I think, I think Lomachenko actually surprised a lot of people in terms of how much yeah. he's got left in the tank. But we said we said Loma's going to be the most motivated you've ever seen, and he'd be a monster yeah. in there. Um, I don't think a lot of people realize that. And obviously, they seen that performance of Loma and thought it was of raw. He isn't finished. He's still got it. He's still a, he's still a problem for everyone. Yeah. Um, which leads to the question flows. I mean, I've, I've I've been pretty vocal about it, Flores, but in terms of what's next for Lomachenko, obviously he was crying. You said you said he say it was like a last chance saloon. Mm. I don't think it's last chance saloon. It, it yeah. maybe at one thirty five it is, but I still mm. think Loma should drop that down to one thirty. I, I I still think that. I just think these one thirty five pounders, the size of them compared to him these days, it's just going to be tough for him in that sense. At one thirty, I still think he 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 rips it up and he can have great fights down there. Yeah, man. I, I think Lomachenko. The thing is, on any other day he could have won this fight, and he, he yeah. probably he probably all the other contenders at one thirty five. He probably works them. I can't like well, not works them, <laughs> but he he really really gives them problems. Yeah. But one thirty, I just know he's a bit a lot more solidified, and I, I do think that yeah, he should drop that down. And on yeah. the inverse, Haney, 
I think he's gonna <laughs> move up to 140, bro. <laughs> move up, bro. The one of John Cabos's junior. I think I think Haney is time to obviously Shakur came into the ring. We already know what's up with them too. <laughs> Shakur, yo, Shakur, Shakur licking his chops, boy. He wants this boy so badly. The way he said he said, yeah, man, I tried, you know, they 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 ran, he said they ran out the wing. He said <laughs> He said, "Bill Haney ran out the ring. Um, <laughs> you saw the you saw the little exchange they had. Obviously, in the, in the Haney looked at me and said, I'm number one. Yeah, I'm the one now. <laughs> and, and then cut. She calls her for now. <laughs> hey, there for now. For now. <laughs> oh, I love I love Shakur's energy, man. He, he's Bro, best energy, man. Best best energy. Um, Pull up, gang. Yeah, obviously, look, it's going to happen between these two." Mm. I, I just it probably won't happen at 135 I, I don't know if Haney wants to, it's down to Haney he was pretty cryptic he said you know if you know if it makes sense he'll go back with his team and whatnot if he has to move up he'll move up he said something about he might move up to 140 test the waters and then come back down to defend his titles if the fight gets made with him or t- with Shakur or Tank I think that's who the world wants to see next right Haney versus Tank or Shakur um, we know Shakur is easy to make Possibly with obviously top rank and Haney being a free agent, but then again, if he's a free agent, you can easily go over to BBC as well. It doesn't make a difference. Yeah. But um, we want to see one of those two get it in. Um, it doesn't need to happen now, Flows. It actually doesn't. It'd be great mm-hmm. to have it now, but it doesn't need to happen now. And if Haney's killing himself making one thirty five, which I believe he is, I think he should move on. Test the waters. Yeah, there. yeah. I'll I'll start with Lomachenko. Um, mm. I agree. I think he should move down, but I think he's looking for big money fights. I don't think there's any big money names at 130 uh, at the minute. And so the only fights out there for him. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. So let me, I'm trying to figure out some sort of division again. Joe Cordina's the champ down there, no? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cordina. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. That's not a money fight. Yeah. Joe's, but Joe's, Joe's sick, but yeah, it's not money fights still. Yeah, I, I don't think there's money fights. I think the money fights are at 135 and 140. They're not moving mm. up to 140. Mm. So I think Tank is the like, the final payout for him. I think C-Tank, mm. I don't know if Tank, maybe, maybe Tank will want to see him now after a few shaky performances because let's keep a buck. Mayweather promotions kept, kept that boy away from Lomachenko. They did, yeah. <laughs> It's it now. It's not gonna, now back then, it wouldn't have been the for tank, but now it's not going to be for Lomachenko. I don't think. What, 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 what about Core? Both on top rank. Yeah, but it's not going to end well for Loma as well. I was going to say, I don't, not, yeah, yeah, it's not going well for Loma, but it's, it's well money. I think compared to yeah, it won't be much money in it at all. Yeah, it's not huge money. The Core's biggest money for him is tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Biggest money for him is tank. Thanks. Um, so have that then, maybe. Maybe buy out, cash out. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, I think it's, it's it's time for him to cash out. Thirty-five. Um, mm. He looked. Yeah, we saw how much he put, how much effort he put into that. Well, he was coming distraught, off, man. He was yeah, coming a hard year as well, a hard few years because he was yeah. meant to fight Cambosis Junior. for undisputed. Yeah. yeah. But obviously, the issues with um, Ukraine happened. Ukraine. So, yeah. Um. So yeah, it, it's been it's been tough for. Lomachenko and he's fought back he's fought back brilliantly yeah but yeah I think it's maybe time for him to cash out um, and hopefully they can make a tank because I would love to see that. that's a huge fight yeah <laughs> tank for Loma now Haney on the other hand 
Mm. Also, a huge fight was Tank, but I, I really believe he should move up. If I don't hear any excuses when these fights are made, and him making one thirty-five, he's he's openly said it's a struggle, it's difficult. Mm. Okay, don't make it happen. Move up. These these men will move up. I know yep. Kerr will move up. Tank. Tank's already been up. So. <laughs> that, he's dabbled there. He's moved yeah. down. He's done, yeah, he, yeah he moves <laughs> around. So yeah, it's possible. Um, yeah, that one forty is where I see the sweet spot for me. Yeah, with all these fights happening, because I, I even see see these men trying to move up to one forty seven at some point. Yeah, so, they will. And yeah. I, I don't know if that will be the sweet spot. I think one forty is the sweet spot for these guys. Yeah, it's, so. it's a good in between. For yeah, I agree. Yeah. Definitely, so and think, it's and there's also there's killers in that division already. So it's like yeah. there's a lot of people to get in the mix with. Yeah, um, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, Haney move up if possible when and and thingy move down. But hey, if Tank and Core versus Haney can be made, I mean, if, if they do somehow do it, then fair enough. I'm I'm not going to say no to it. Am I flaws? Mm. I still maintain that Devin Haney. Tank does Devin Haney dirty, unfortunately. <laughs> I still maintain it. it does him dirty, bro. Stops him. And I think Core beats him as well. I've said it, I've said it for, for, for from day one. Those two guys I see beating Devin Haney. I predicted him to beat Loma. Yeah. I actually felt Loma won, but again, I'm not mad at the decision. It was close. Mm. But Shakur and Tank, yeah, I, I'm very, very confident that that unfortunately, <laughs> and David Haney is like I said, he's sensational. But yeah, it's just just the, those two flows are are just different, man. They're different. Yeah, it's mad because we're, we're based on a lot of emphasis on core as well, and core really hasn't really fought. Like obviously, you see, I think a lot of people are still sleeping on, on Shakur. They don't really, they still don't know about him. But believe when I say this boy is something. He's he's serious. Or to clean up this division and clean up 140. You just think you'd be missing Trust wow, me, trust yeah. me. But anyway. flows, from a technical perspective, that fight was brilliant, man. Amazing, amazing yeah. technical work. You can see two high-level elite fighters. I had a great time watching that fight still. In the words of Joe Tesla, it's a level high stakes. <laughs> <laughs> that man is funny, right? That, that whole Tessa... that, the, the trio of, of Ward, Bradley, and, and Tessitore are just hilarious, man. They're so excited. <laughs> just shouted over ah, the guys are funny. We're, yeah, added to the entertainment. Great fight, Rex. man. Yeah, I, great, I might great watch fight. watch back again. Yeah, I enjoy watching it back today as well. Like, it's a top, top fight. Two high-level guys. That's what you want. That's the sweet science, Flores. The sweet science. Um, whew, What a weekend, man. Great weekend in action. We've got a couple of title fights to run down to preview for this upcoming week, Flores. So let's get straight to it. Um, Yeah, they're all... Okay, well, okay, let's start with... Should we start with Boxer? Okay, yeah, yeah. Lawrence yeah, Okoli defending this title against Crispin and Smith. Um, pretty sure this, this is in Bournemouth, isn't it? I think they're fighting this in Bournemouth as well, I think. Um, yeah. So, yeah. How is Crispin... He's always getting these shots back home, you know? I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it must be. Yeah, I think he's getting up to Bournemouth for Cody. Yeah, like he is. is. Yeah. yeah, he is. Yeah. I, think, yeah, I think it's in Bournemouth. I, 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 how's Crispin and Smith pulled that off? <laughs> Because he's a champ, no? Well, oh boy, actually, I, I know how I can. Yeah. That's peak. That is peak. But um, this is a good fight because Chris Boomer Smith, I think, since the Rackpore loss, has really been on a bit of a tear flows. Um, one of his fights and been stopping opponents and stuff. And I'll probably say improvement's been there as well. He's gotten better. 
And yeah, he's worked into, into a position to challenge Akoli for the title. I just think, Flo, is that for me, Willem Smith really struggles to deal with the size and power of Richard Riakpour. And it's, I mean, Akoli is the same. They fight differently, Riakpour and Akoli, but in terms of that size and power, yeah, Akoli's got that abundance, just like Richard. And I think that might be the unsticking point for Chris Bill Smith again, unfortunately. Despite his improvement, despite him getting better. Um, the one thing I will say though is obviously these two know each other very, very well. Because they used to be in the same camp, in the same gym together when yeah. Akoli was on the Shane McGuigan. So they both know each other super, super well. And I think Akoli said that's the reason why he's going to smoke him because <laughs> he knows him so well and obviously seen him up close and personal that he knows how to handle Chris Bill and Smith. And Chris Bill and Smith might feel the same way as well for us, to be fair. Who knows? Yeah. But I just think that that, that size and power that Akoli has, we saw with Bill and Smith, he, he couldn't deal with React Poor. It's the same with Akoli. I mean, it might be even more powerful. So I'd probably say Akoli might be he's a bit he's even more ranger than React Poor. So I think that's what's yeah. gonna make him unstoppable. Yeah. Um I, I can't look past Akoli winning this one. Um yeah. Um, he'll be the villain of Coley, but he's always the villain. He'll be a hostile <laughs> yeah. character. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he does care. Is it um, is it, 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 it going to be a a classic of Coley villainous performance, do you think? Um, I think it might be, though. <laughs> yeah, it might be, but not all these villainous performances are stinkers, if I put it that way. Like, the villainous style can be enjoyable. Well, to a boxing fight, can be enjoyable. Um, well, for me anyway, but it's when it's <laughs> Like a legit snooze, snoozer, like the last one was a stinker. Like you can be effective with that villain in the star way, boom, and you're you're landing clean shots, grabbing, yeah. you're hurting yeah. them. Yeah, you're doing clean work outside of the jab and grab. But yeah. when it's not clean, and when it's messy, when it's a lot of tangled limbs, then nah. So he, mm. he needs a clean performance. I wouldn't say an impressive performance, a clean performance and a stoppage. I think yeah. is what he needs to give. Otherwise, they're gonna just keep killing him. I think the stoppage is there for him as well. Yeah. Um, Bill Smith, like I said, he's gotten better, but I think from his last fight or the fight before that, he's still prone to getting caught. Yeah. Um, was it the last fight where the guy had him in trouble and he had to battle back and he stopped him in the end? But I thought like yes. the guy had him in serious, <laughs> serious dire straits and he had to he had to really dig deep to, before yeah, he finally... Who was it? I've seen him oh. struggle enough times because Bill Smith, man. Yeah, <laughs> he, he gets hit, bro, and he, and he gets rocked. And Akoli is probably the hardest hit in the division. That's why I just feel like it's a match made in heaven for Akoli. Yeah. I can't lie. Um, Tom McCarthy was the one who was giving him hell at one point. Yeah. Um, but I can't remember the last fight was in. Maybe it was some random. Some was, random it was, was it Albain, Kosovan or something like that? And yeah, was that the one where he, it was a, the knockout was dirty in the end as he shut yeah. him down? When, but yeah. before that, he was getting caught and hurt. Yeah, it's in trouble. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think a Cody just that power is it's undeniable, man. And I, I think <laughs> Shane McGuigan is going to probably want to win this one as well because I think their split was a bit acrimonious. I mean, the Cody and mm. McGuigan split, so I'm sure he would love to get one over Lawrence, but not with Chris. I'm afraid. I don't think Chris is good. I don't think Chris has got the minerals. Um, obviously, it's going to be a seriously pro Chris Bill Smith crowd, it's going to be crazy for him, but. Yeah, Cody, I don't think he cares about it. I think he he relishes being the villain in that regard. So he's gonna enjoy it regardless before he gets a yeah. stoppage. Um, so that's that's boxer on sky. Let's uh move over to, over to uh Queensbury. Um yeah, Mick Conlon is uh 
fighting I can't really go. Is it Lopez? Yeah, um, Lopez. Is it Alberto Lopez? I can't remember his first name, but this Lopez so. guy is the guy who fought Josh uh Josh Warrington oh. uh and beat Josh Warrington. You know, Warrington's gotten stuck a couple of times with these with these random Mexicans. <laughs> but this this Lopez guy, majority decision Warrington, I think it was in Leeds again. Another, it was a poor performance from Warrington, to be fair. Horrible, he, horrible performance. I don't know how it was at MD. I don't know how it was at MD because it, it was it, shocking. I think we called for Warrington to call it up after that call to hang, <laughs> yeah, hang yeah, up. Yeah, after, to, yeah. Bad, bad. Horrible. Uh, uh, yeah, we thought that this Lopez guy was there for him, but terrible performance. And yeah, he claimed that I, <laughs> he claimed the title. Mick Conlon challenging for it again. Obviously, came unstuck in brutal fashion against Lee Wood, who we'll talk about in a minute, but. Yeah, he's this. He's got this fight in Belfast. Another chance for him to, you know, get a world title. Uh, I ex- I expect Conlon to take this one. The first against Wood, he was so close, and oh. he win that fight until he got stopped brutally in that last round. Um, this Lopez guy, I believe, is is better. Than, is what? Sorry, he's not as good as Wood. Um, so if if Conlon gets on his boxing, which I know I'm sure he will, he can take this in Belfast hometown. Yeah, it's just be a lovely win for Mick Conlon. And we predicted, I think, we did say Mick Conlon would become world champion at some point because he's really yeah. good. So, um, yeah, this, this this one should be this this one should be hard for him. I think I think this one, I think he'll grab this with two hands. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, sorry, I, Cole, I, I, I agree. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't even impressed with Lopez that fight. I remember, he, I was this. That's what I said. That's what I said. For it was there for warranted, but. <laughs> <laughs> unorthodox it was throwing yeah. shots weird that, <laughs> yeah. and it was probably causing Warrington trouble how unorthodox he was but Warrington was crap <laughs> rabbit punching dirty headbutts was ho- Look, horrible I, I remember Lopez complained often said that it was the dirtiest fighter he's ever fought like so he, he said he said Warrington was like when they clinch Warrington will be hitting him on his legs and stuff like he said he'd never, he said he's never seen something like that before ever yes. Warrington was One of the dirtiest fight Dirtiest fights I've watched, and he was he wasn't being warned. The commentators yeah. were letting him off the hook. They were saying Lopez wants out. Lopez was winning handedly. In my eyes, we comfortably. What's out? Do you know how funny that is? They said he wants. Of course, he, because someone's biting you, head biting you, elbowing you. Everything. All every look every single time, just boring him with his head. And he's he's thing is he's not warrant is notorious for that. By the way, he's very notorious. For it. He's very notorious for it. Dirty, dirty fire. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, yeah, I think McConnell's too slick. He's he's too good of a boxer to come unstuck by yeah. um, Lopez. Lopez does have power. Yes, he um, does. Yeah, so that's one to watch out because he's an orthodox. He can throw you. But I think we've we've seen Lopez now. He's not an unknown quality. So mm. Conlon can prepare. I think Conlon's going to become a world champion. Yeah, yeah. In Belfast as well. Hard to look past him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, speaking of hard hitters and. Yeah, obviously a former Conlon opponent, Lee Wood, Maurizio Lara. Uh, for, would you say this is the pick of the fights of the weekend? Yeah, because of yeah. the history as well. Yeah, so this this is the rematch. Um, mm. This one, Flores, I mean, that first fight was brilliant. And <sighs> to me, Flores, I said it, I said it after, after, after when we broke it down. I said to me, for me, look, Wood can beat Mauricio Lara. He can. In that first fight, flows, I thought that Wood was piecing up Lara in pieces, and the the the, the blueprint to being Lara was there, in the sense yeah. that he could just outbox him. Um, and 
Unfortunately, that constant pressure from Lara paid off in the end, and he was able to get to Lee Wood and drop him. And there was a lot of discourse on whether Ben Davidson jumped in too quickly or not. But regardless, Lara got the W, got the KOW. But I'm just there thinking, bruh, rematch this immediately, because I think it's there for you. You can do this. Um all we have to do, and it's a hard, it's a hard all you have to do. It's it's not easy yeah. because we know Lara's gonna come. Lara's not gonna change flows. He's gonna come with the yeah. same pressure, the same style. Lara, Lara is Lara. He's not gonna change pressure. And if he catches you, good night. But from what I was seeing, Lee Woodward's boxing him in large portions of that fight, outboxing large portions of that fight, and not only outboxing him flows. Lee Wood himself is a power puncher, and yeah. when he was catching Lara, Lara was hurt. He was hurting Lara. Lara didn't like well. it. The only reason Lara, to me, the only reason Lara stood by in that fight was because he's just a Mexican monster. He's a dog. <laughs> it, yeah. it was pure Mexican warrior mentality. It was the only way he stuck around. But really and truly, he was getting caught flushed and he wasn't liking it. He was getting wobbled. He was getting hurt. He was, yeah, he was just fighting through dog. So to me, I think Lee Wood is capable of doing this. It's going to be very, very tough because Lara is going to be very hard to break down. But if Lee Wood is able to box throughout well, the majority of the fight and get Lara, catch Lara flush cleanly, I think Floyd can actually potentially stop Maurizio Lara. But it's, it's, it's going to be bloody difficult. He's going to have to really, really dig in and not get sloppy once. Because we said it in that fight. He said, if once Lee will get sloppy, if he gets caught, it's long for him. And that's exactly what happened. But he was winning that fight to me. He was in control up until when he got stopped. Yeah, um, I agree with you. He was winning that last fight. Um, but watching it, I just thought it's just Lara was live. He was always, even though he was hurt, he was getting yeah. caught. Yeah, he was even just standing there at the point. So I don't know. He was, <laughs> yeah, I but the fact, but he was landing when yeah. he was, he was still landing, and I was like, look, you can't let this guy land. <laughs> I need to go to box. You have to box well defensively. Close. I'm laughing. Lara literally was just standing there. <laughs> he he just, was no head moving, nothing. Just, just looking, <laughs> standing there. Just, just, just looking to just throw. It's just it's so funny. And and even watching it, I was like, Lara hasn't won this fight yet because if he lands... I mean, would. Oh, Lara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, would, yeah. 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 If if he lands now, he could he could put you out. So yeah. for me, it was someone's going to get knocked out here. It wasn't yeah. going to go into this. Someone's getting knocked out here. And yeah. while you're winning on the scorecards, the fact that he's still in front of you, he could put you out. Yeah. Um, I had a look at the just, um, bookies... Um, yeah. Odds. What's we'll say? Lava's favorite. So I was interesting. Interesting. Okay. But, which is it? Yeah, very interesting. But I do think it's the same again. Someone, someone should get knocked out here. Yeah. I think we've got to credit Lara's chin because he was taking big shots. Bro, his it, will will to win again. Like I said, he was getting hurt. He was getting rocked, but he stood in there because he's a warrior. And yeah, he just thought, you know, if I could just catch this guy, I can take it. So yeah. Definitely credit his chin. Um, yeah, it's it's a tough ask because, like I said, that pressure on you 24-7, it can break you down mentally and physically. Wood just has to be prepared to go to, you know, he has to be prepared to, to take it there if he has to. Um, but he can, I, I reiterate, folks, he can win this fight. He can. This, yeah. is, this is a winnable it's, fight. It's a winnable fight, especially how we boxed last time. It's a winnable fight. Just be yeah. sharper defensively. Yes. Give him nothing. And, <laughs> and don't, don't hang around. Don't okay. hang around. Get the hell out of there if you have to. Like you, you've got to be caught on your toes. Because the moment you, st- you <laughs> prediction. Mm. 
That's hard, man. Because we, we struggled last time, didn't we? Last time we struggled, but I think... No, last time we struggled, but I said Lara. Yeah. And yeah, I think, yeah we both I, said, yeah, we both I'm, said I'm Lara. I'm pretty yeah. sure we, we, we played that how we... She, we said, it's pretty sure we played that yeah. how we said it was flows. We said, would we boxing him, but he'll get caught in the end. Yeah. Uh, Ward's a warrior as well himself, you know, and I don't know if but if Ben Davidson hadn't jumped in so quickly, <laughs> would it... That was... Actually, nah, Lara would have finished. Have <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I don't know, but we we said that he he might he might be pissed off over the the way Ben jumped in. Still, he did protect. He did say, yeah, he trusted him fully. I yeah. remember him saying it, and he wasn't happy with it, but he trusted. Him. Bro, who have I got winning this one? I thought. Oh man, someone's getting knocked out. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go Lara again. Yeah. <laughs> I just <laughs> feel like, unfortunately, because that this is also the peak thing. Lara knows he can hurt him. Yeah. So that's always really dangerous for your opponent to know that, hang on, I can hurt you if I catch you cleanly, which is what he's going to He's going to look for that sweet shot and know that you can't take it and go down. So because Lara now knows he can hurt him and drop him, it gives him a little bit of an edge to me, I think, mentally. So I'm going to go Lara again. Again, I feel like it might play out the same way, Flores. I think Wood's going to have a lot of success in there. If he can get out Lara early and blitz him out early, perfect. But we know Lara's a warrior, so it's easy said than done. But yeah, yeah, tough one. This is harder for me to call than the first time, but I think I'm going to go Lara again. What about you? Yeah, I'll go Lara, but I like mm. um, Wood. Yeah, I think, well, <laughs> if, if the odds are good, we'll talk off, we'll talk off live. But if the odds are good, that, 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 I'm surprised that you've said that Wood's the underdog on this one. That's interesting. I think I think he is when I had a look, yeah. Mm. But I just think Lara stopped him, what, like the seventh? Seven, eighth, yeah, yeah, and yeah, and he was getting pieced up, but the fact that he might even get try get to him earlier. Mm-hmm. So, Lara's, yeah, Lara's like, a, like, an animal come out of nowhere and it's like <laughs> piece piece up, up all, the, all, all these Englishmen. Yeah, no oh, so funny. Not even, not even great technically boxing, just no. Nah. But this guy was no head with nothing, just standing there. Just throw, like I said, uh uh-uh, uh, this guy's not even, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's the reason why Warrington's in the sky right now. <laughs> <laughs> never the same after that, Laura. Never the same. Finished him, cooked him. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. That, that, that loss was hilarious. That loss was so funny. <laughs> oh, but yeah, man, let's uh, let's call it a day there, man. Great episode, Flows. Um, treated to great boxing. Um, good boxing next week to look forward to you know what we do guys we break it all down it's been episode 143 of the Shack Season Podcast once again I'll be your boy Cam I'm your boy Flows and as always guys keep liking subscribing and supporting peace <laughs>